say that I think four and a half years ago when we met you, uh, one of the examples, because, you know, greatness, how good you are is measured by other people, not by what you think you are. And um, for my wife and I, you guys have been an example of what a good father and mother are like, of what a good husband is. Um, because we spend time with your daughters in Guatemala, and we always said, hey, that, you know, we want that relationship with our kids. So um, you've been an example in my life. So thank you for that. And for each of you men here, I mean, I, I analyze things, and I observe a lot, and, and it's helped me a lot in my walk as well. Um, I think last week we left off um, this subject of courage and tenacity, right? Uh, I spoke a little bit of uh, my testimony of what I'm going through with my father, um, what I went through, uh, him passing away and, and going to bury him, going through cartel territory, um, you know, the cartels or the, you know, the, the drug lords in, in Mexico. Uh, he was Jordanian, but he died in Mexico. And um, really that courage is not the absence of fear, right, but facing your fears, and um, tenacity to face those fears no matter what, how, right? God has different ways of how we face those fears. Um, so we talked about Joshua, right? Courage and tenacity. I mean, Joshua's a great example. So of leading God's people right after Moses. And um, he led the people. He crossed the Jordan, right? He, he went in and he conquered the land. And... I shared about the fears when I went to bury my father. Was my wife going to be okay? Were we going to survive that situation? Were we going to be killed? Um, the people that surrounded me. Um, just after I buried him, as we got through that process, uh, there was an older gentleman. And you can tell those people have that, that phase that he, I didn't know him, but he looked familiar. Just a loving older gentleman that says, hey, can I, can I talk to you for a second? I'm like, sure. He's like, I've been doing this for 45 years, and I've never seen so much interest in the death of a man. And he's just like, be very careful. And I'm like, yeah, I realize I got to be careful. Um, you know, thank you, you know, but I didn't want to hear that at that point. I thought it was like, hey, it's okay. He's like, be careful, because I'm like, I still got a day here. And... He asked me you know, how I'm related and, and all that, and we went through the whole story. Um, but I felt like I had accomplished the missions at that point, right? I'm like, I came, I buried my dad, you know, I faced fears. Uh, my wife is alive, I'm alive, we're good. Um, it was time to go back home, right? Um, but in that journey, I found out many things, um, many things that are just so surreal to me. Um, I found out about my father's last years, and, and I think. Um, there was a wound that opened because one of the gentlemen that took care of him pretty much told me, hey, like, he never talked about you guys. He talked about his other daughter, but not about you and your sister. And I was like, mm, that, that kind of hurts, you know, but it's okay. And um, I found out what my real last name was. I found out about my family. I ended up going to the embassy, to the Jordanian embassy, and finding out the importance of, of my family over there, the, the, fa- um, the family name. The, the wealth they have I mean, all these things that you're like do you know who you are I'm like no <laughs> you know I'm just a, a regular guy trying to make it through life um, so it turns out I'm the oldest you know living male son my father has um, and because of that because of the way the law works I'm entitled to whatever that he, the family has um, because there was a lot of interest between the embassy my family and I'm like he's dead like you know like the guy was homeless. What do you want from him? So here I am, right? 
Growing up, I feared my dad. I mean, I told you guys, I sh- last time I saw him, I was shaking. I still remember that feeling. I was four years old, but I was shaking when I saw him. Because I'm like, he's going to take me. We came to this country because of fear that my dad would take me. We, I went back to bury him with fear. And now, the new journey is like, well, now you got to go to Jordan. Literally cross the Jordan and find out what's there. Find out what this whole situation is. And to be honest, I was so afraid the past three months. And I kept prolonging. I'm like, no, I, I got to be safe. I, I, I can't do this, Lord. I, I don't know what's out there. I don't know what the intentions are. Because on and on, people on Facebook started reaching out to me. Cousins and cousins and, and, and friends and family. So, you know, what's the easiest way to get out? Well, what is the contingency plan? All these things, right, that you're like, I got to be okay. Um, but I have to remember what God did just a few months ago, leading me through that land, leading me through those unsafe places. And, and I, I, I was like, man, I, I quickly forget what God has done, right? Which is, he led me through that. He protected me. Is he going to stop now? Is he going to say, well, I got you on that one, but not here? And I started feeling just so much conviction because I'm why why am I scared for my life? I'm trying to protect my life, meaning I will lose it. I have to lose my life to gain it. So all that started becoming very real to me. And I was reading a few probably a week ago about Peter, and I you know I was remember Peter. I'm like, man, he walked on water, but he sank and. You know, because remember, right, he, he didn't recognize Jesus. like, is that a ghost? And he's like, if it's you, call me out. He couldn't see him. He didn't recognize him. So he gets out, but he begins to sing, Jesus picks him up. But then when Jesus resurrected, we see right away, he says 100 yards away, Peter's like, Jesus. And he doesn't hesitate. He jumps into the water. So I was like, oh, same battle. Same potential fears, but this time he's like, he's, I'm just going to jump into it. And he got there before all the other disciples. I mean, I would like to think he probably not only walked on water, he probably ran on the water towards Jesus because of his faith. I'm like, that's what I want. I don't want to. I want that courage and tenacity to say, "Hey, I faced this before, and this might be worse, but God has this." So that took courage. What Peter was doing, I'm trying to analyze. Okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to? How do I need to pray? How do I need to prepare for this? Um, so God just been taking me on this journey of really analyzing myself and, and what my father's legacy is. And, and, and I say this carefully because now that I know, you know, there is real estate, there's land, there's wealth. There, that's there. It, it's, it's, it's good things, I guess. Um, but it really started, as we're going to go through Ecclesiastes, I'm like, okay, that's, that's great and all, but... I told my wife, well, you know, potentially we never have to work a day in our life again. And then it hit me like, that's, not, that's kind of boring. Because we work, we strive because, hey, there's a reward after it, right? I don't have an entitlement mentality. I'm like, I got to work for what I, what I get. You know, I got to work for it. My mom always taught me that. So it was like, if you get everything handed to you, I'm like, that's kind of meaningless. So I started thinking all these things in my mind. I'm like, God, what is it? Okay, so that's good. There's a reward. I mean, call it back child support, I guess. You know, 31 years. But what do you want to do? Even this week, 
I get a call from the embassy um, of Jordan in Washington. Always something happens at Ryan shop. I was having coffee there yesterday after I got in a car accident. Um, and the guy calls me up and he's like, okay, you got to go to a police station to get your fingerprints done. And then you have to send us the fingerprints. We, we send it to the embassy of Mexico. They send it to Jordan. And then you become a Jordanian citizen. I'm like, whoa, I got to do that. You got to do that. If not, we can't. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, that's, that's fine. So that's another journey. And, and, and identity, right? Because at the end of this, my identity is not courage and tenacity, but God is molding my identity to get there out of fear out of failing, really, a lot of times. So as I'm thinking of all this, you know, the potential what God wants me to do, because at the end, God has a plan, right? We, we have our own ideas or what we can do, but God's plan is really what matters. And, and you know, this is going to sound redundant, but I'm like, Lord, I feel like you want me to bring the name of Jesus to my family. I said, okay. My family, their 45th descendants with the Prophet Muhammad, if you look at their lineage, and, you know, as I'm talking to my cousins, um, my guy, you know, they're like, you can tell they're like in it. They're in it. And my girl cousins are like, hey, are you married? And, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm married. So I'm probably not going to tell my wife that my girl cousins want to marry over there because that's weird. Um, so it's like, okay, that's, that's the situation that you face. You know, it's like your father is important to your family. And now facing them saying, hey, you never took care of your dad. And they asked me, hey, can I get a picture of your dad through Facebook? I'm like, I don't have any. Like, what kind of man doesn't have a picture of his dad? I'm like, me. <laughs> you know, like, I don't. And I just, you know, like, it's not my place to, to make him think otherwise of how he lived. Um, but I said, Lord, I feel like you want me to bring the name of Jesus there. And, you know, I'm getting like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be an evangelist. I'm going to go out there. And, but then I'm like, I'm such a coward. I don't remember the last time I heard Jesus with a non-believer here. I really don't. I'm like, wow. So you want me, if that's the mission, but here where it's easy, right here it's easy. You just share it and either they're rejected or rejected. But over there, I'm like, how God? So it started really revealing and exposing my weaknesses and my need for him. And it just started changing everything up. Really realizing, okay, what is the point for this, Lord? Really exposing my, my weaknesses, my sins, my ways of hate. You know, I did this, so I'm, I'm better. So I'm thinking, look, where am I going to get the courage to do it? Where am I going to get the courage to stand there in front of, you know, have an uncle that I don't know. He's a big shot lawyer in Jordan. But the only word, the only word that they describe him, he's malignant. He's like, be careful with that guy. So I'm like, yeah, that, that, that makes it better, you know. Um, I know I'm going to have to face him. I know I'm going to have to talk to him. And, and I know that right now, and I understand their perspective is like, oh, now you come? You know, but I'm like, that was never my intention. I found this out. It, it, it's what's mine. And at the end of the day, everyone's going to benefit from it. But the, the goal in mind is like, hey, bring the name of Jesus and I forgot how I was talking to last week. Well, if one person accepts Jesus, that's a huge deal. And we say that, right? We say that at church. We say that here. You know, bring the name of Jesus. But do we really do it? Because I don't. I mean, I hang out with a lot of Christians. So, I, you know, I can share Jesus. But sometimes when I'm outside dealing with clients and I just find myself like, hey, I got to find the courage to say this. And 
I have the courage to overcome things in life, to face my fears, but to share his name? Why, why is that, you know? So I repented. I asked God for forgiveness. I asked God for courage, for the tenacity to, to face what's out there. But most of all, I know he has it. I know I'm going to cross the Jordan. I know it's all going to be well. Um, and sincerely, I mean this. Whether I die or not is for his gain. And thankfully, I have insurance. Thanks for Dave Hill, I have life insurance. So my wife will be taken care of. That was, just, a, just a plug there, yeah. Um, but besides that, it's like, God gave me my life. So he can take it whenever he wants. And I, I could not have said this a month ago. I really couldn't have. I was like, no, no, like I gotta, I gotta get all the armies out there, you know, like. And then it's like, it's like, no, you don't. You need me. You did it before. I'm gonna do it now. And it's refreshing to know that the creator of the universe is like, I got this. To really sincerely know that he's gonna be there because he's been there before. It's another battle, you know. Like I said last week, Moses, you know, he parted the, the Red Sea and he raced. But this time, when we go through the water, I'm probably just going to have to step into it. Like Joshua, they just stepped into the Jordan. Literally, right? So he's led me to, through that. And, and I hope it encourages you to know that, you know, we all have different stories. My story is very weird. There's a lot, you know. But... We all face the circumstances of life, these points in life that really test us and expose us who we really are. And to me, this was it. It exposed where my heart was. It exposed what I cling to and what I relied on. And man, when God exposes that and you realize who you truly, truly are, you're like, man, I am a horrible person. You know, like I, I'm, everyone is better than me. And not in a false humility way, but just really actually realizing that, right? Because we all, we're all like, no, you know, God did that. And like, no, if God would have done that, it would be better. So let's not take credit for that. Really saying, hey, God is at work right here. So I need courage and tenacity. I pray for it. And, and in the next few months, I'm taking that journey. Two times, actually. And, you know, we're... we're I'm sure you guys, you know, I'll, I'll tell you guys how it goes. You know, I'll be in prayer. I'll be, I'm ready for it. Um, it's nothing that hasn't been done before. Some people do it in worse ways. I pray for his favor. Um, but above all, I want to encourage you. Because of all this, is like to realize, man, if you just want me to share the gospel, but I don't share it here. If you want to be intimate with you, but I'm not intimate with other men and expose my sins, my weaknesses... How can I be a good steward of that over there when there's a real battle? Right? Because God is going to put us there at that point. And what I never want to be, just get in front of him and say, I never knew you. Right? Because there's, there's that. It's like, man, I say I'm a Christian. I walk. I talk like a Christian. But there's times that I'm like, man, I need the courage and tenacity to really be a follower of Christ. So I, you know, I commend you for being here for listening to me. Um, but most of all, I want to encourage you in your walk. We just started the year to be bold in your faith, to be bold how you face those circumstances, those obstacles. Um, they're not always going to be the same 
the result, the battle is always going to be there. Um, but ask God for the courage and tenacity, whether it's with your bride, with your children, with your business. Um, because we're looking, I'm looking. You know, I'm observing how people act because I don't have really much examples in my family of how to be a man-man. Um, but through each one of you, somehow, some ways, build up that character. So, so thank you. Um, I love you guys. And, and I will keep you updated on that journey. But be strong and courageous. And of good courage above anything. So I'll give it over to Ryan.